Hello friends, welcome back to Confessions with Arella. I'm really excited for this episode. It's going to be a very um, raw episode and disclaimer, my neighbor's dog is being so incredibly precious right now and barking a lot. So I'm so sorry about just the noise in the background. Bear with me. Um, But if you follow me on Instagram, I've been sharing a lot about faith, um, the nature of faith on my stories. And I wanted to have an um, episode talking about my journey with my faith this year. And um, if, if we were all honest with ourselves, there's a lot of things that we mourned this year. And one thing I mourned was the God of my own making and the God that I feel like I've been taught by Western society. Um, we'll get more into that later. Um, and it's probably, and it's more indirectly than directly. And, um, but it was a couple months ago, I was um, at my piano. I tried to sit at my piano and worship quite frequently and I was I was like playing and I just it was just not nothing was happening in me and I started crying and like like I couldn't scream but I was like silent screaming and I was like I'm so mad and I found myself just really not I wasn't angry at God but I was angry at the God I thought I knew and I found that um, this perception of who God is in my mind and the reality of who he was were not really merging. And it really affected the way I pursued intimacy with him because it really, <laughs> which is so quite tragic, but it dawned on me this year that the salvation and the redemption I have is really not about me. And it's unto Jesus and unto his revelation and unto his glory and which is quite literally the most beautiful and brilliant thing but i never knew how root like deeply rooted this self-centered ideology i had on my faith and i honestly did not realize it was a thing until 2020 if this year did not happen i would have not known how deeply self-centered i was with my relationship with god and think god for his mercy because when um quarantine happened and all our plans got shut down and i was stuck at home for months on end and it wasn't working i found that my pursuit of relationship with god was frankly lacking in the sense that i i wasn't emotionally connected i would read my bible i would pray i would worship but it was more so kind of um systematic and And then I started um, realizing that there's a lot about the word and there's a lot about theology. There's a lot about who God is that I literally do not know. And this year showed me the sovereignty of God. That something that, one thing that was lacking in my perspective and my perception of who God is was his sovereignty. And my faith was very shaky because I found myself really um, mourning the fact that things weren't going my way and being mad at God for him being sovereign, weird. But um, if I'm honest, I've been emotionally disconnected from the Father. Thank God for his grace, though. Um, he's so sweet in meeting us in the place of our deepest needs. But I found myself like I would sit to read my Bible, I would journal, I would pray, and 
the way I would um, just emotionally interact with him was not the way that was happening anymore. And I'm not saying that my, I'm not diminishing the reality of my previous interactions with um, Jesus and the Father, I think, and the Holy Spirit. I think they were real and they were raw and they were what I needed for the season I was in. But this, um, then, but the season I'm in now, I feel like the Lord is been inviting all of us, all believers, but in my perspective, has been inviting me into a place of deeper surrender, into a place of deeper submission. And um, y'all, first of all, what, like, when the Lord tells you to just really quish certain things, like certain habits that are just, they're not necessarily detrimental, but he was like, what he was showing me was like for what you're where you're going and for what I have for you and for who you are you can't take that with you so just leave it behind and there's just literally things I used to like just watching movies things I used to do all the time um the Lord kind of what was slowly inviting me into kind of surrendering that and it might sound like a lot for someone but this is not your walk this is mine just have to say that and it was actually a joyous thing for me because I realized that the things I were, pursue, were I was pursuing were distracting me from from the intimacy that he wanted to give me. But the painful thing was that I was angry in the fact that I was like, why can't I have all these things in you? And um, one thing I found was that I... I was so frustrated with the lack of consensus consensus in the body about theology, about who God is, what he does, what he's about. And it broke my heart because I literally sat before the Lord. I was like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Um, this year has showed me that this perspective I have of you is really not true and that I am literally at the mercy of your will. So... Um, one thing I told the Lord is like, and he is who he says he is, and he reveals himself, and he does what he says he does, but for my own conscience, I was like, Lord, I'm pursuing you wholeheartedly, and I'm going to fully submit to everything you have before me, but I really need you to be who you say you are, because I can't suffer any more relational disappointment, and I found that my disconnect, my emotional disconnect with the Father and with Jesus and with the Holy Spirit was the fact that I did not want to get disappointed. I did not want to put my hope in something and get disappointed. And it's not that I never had faith in God, but this year revealed there was just like this depth that I never knew existed in the foundations of my faith. How, how incredibly self-centered it was. How, okay, Lord, how can you bless me? Um, okay, Lord, where are you leading me and what is it going to do for me? Rather than, God, how do I surrender? Lord, what am I to give to you? And it's it's just so ridiculous to me how I found myself just getting really angry about just the kind of um, upbringing I had in church in terms of just like what I was taught and I was like, because honestly, nothing could have prepared you. And if you were prepared for this year, you know God in a different way. And I need you to really meet me somewhere and tell me how you know him. 
because this year, if your faith, I, I know my faith was shaken this year. I can say it. I can say my faith was shaken because my faith was not in solid foundation. It was not on the rock of Jesus. It was on the rock of systems and then the rock of plans and then the rock of dreams and hopes. It was on the rock of my own selfish ambitions and desires, rather on the rock of Jesus. And so, um, and so with all of that and everything that the Lord has revealed to me about just what the what I don't know this next season of my life is gonna look like and just the invitations he brought into me about pursuing music and songwriting and pursuing my creativity fully it don't like it's not about me which is like why is it so hard for us to accept the reality that the faith we have in Jesus we get blessings and we get his goodness and he we get relationship from it but it's not centered on us. It's centered on him. Like flipping the script and per- flipping the perspective and the dynamic to sh- to like truly realize that everything I am and everything I do is unto Jesus, right? He blesses me. He favors me. He guides me out of his goodness. But the goal, the, the pinnacle, the the height of it all is unto Jesus. And so I'm here to just have a conversation about faith. So as we close out this year, because we're in December and we know that um, things don't just change at a drop of a hat, I don't know what 2021 is going to look like. But with all that we've seen this year and how we were not prepared for what this year would be and how we can't even um, imagine or fathom what the next year is going to be like, where is your faith? What foundation is it on? The hope would be that the foundation is on Jesus, right? The hope would be that the foundation is on the solid rock. But if we're real with ourselves, the foundation of our faith can easily and most likely is in ourselves and how we benefit from this and what we can get. And it's a sobering reality when you realize nothing is about you. That God chooses to use you. Like God does not need us He does not need us. But for some reason, he's so kind and full of love that he wants us. He wants to to give us access to his plans and to use us for the glory of his name. How incredibly, how like something the Lord told me this week was like, I don't need you, but I want you. And that right there, completely humbled me because I'm like I'm not needed but I am wanted God can do God can do he's all powerful he could do everything he wants without us but he wants us because he's so loving and um realizing that whoa whoa how incredibly kind of a God we serve and how incredible he's more beautiful than we could ever imagine And so, um, what is the God of your own making?
Because the God of my own making would give me anything I wanted just because I read my Bible and prayed and I served in church and I kind of did the thing. So he kind of owed me. The God of my own making was easily manip like I could easily manipulate and pray certain prayers to twist his hand and to um, get things that were outside his will for me. The God of my own making um, would not allow years like 2020. But the God of reality, the God of creation, the God of the universe is sovereign. And he's worthy of our surrender and he's worthy of our submission. And everything we are and everything we do is unto him. Oh, how beautiful is that? How incredibly beautiful is that? That the one who sits on the right-hand side of God the Father, that Jesus does not need us, but so dearly and passionately wants us. Hmm. So, I pray, my prayer for you, is that your faith is on solid ground, so that when the winds come, and the earth shakes, and the tides rise, your house is unmoved because you're built on the solid rock. Thank God for his grace because there were a lot of existential crises that I had this year and there were a lot of moments of deep, deep, deep frustration. But one thing, and I'm so grateful for people who've who've gone the path before us and who've just experienced the Lord in such depth and beauty that they have just practical things we can do. Um, One thing um, that I recently heard, and it was from a sermon by Eric Gilmore. He was at Upper Room. He said, you can't make yourself love Jesus, but you can look at him and be undone by his beauty. And one thing that has helped me in the foundation of my faith was meditating and praying on who Jesus says he is. Meditating on the revelation that John received in the book of Revelation of who Jesus was. That his hair is white as wool, his eyes are a fire, his his, um, tongue is a a double-edged sword, his voice is like rushing waters, he's the king of kings, he's sovereign above all things, Um, the earth is his footstool, like the son of God, the creator of heaven and earth, the word that became flesh, meditating on who he says he is completely puts you in your place because that is truth. The best prayers to pray are those found in the word. Thank God for his kindness. Because I know if it was not by the kindness of God and it was not by my surrender, I would have definitely been like borderline atheist. Like just literally like or agnostic. Be like, okay, there's a God and Jesus, yeah, he's real in history. Like if, if, oh thank you God for your mercy. If I did not consistently pursue God and consistently, like I refuse to allow these doubts to stay rooted in me. And I hope that you find people you can talk to. I didn't, I made the mistake of talking to nobody until like literally yesterday about everything that was going through. And, um, but thank God, right? Thank God that we don't walk this alone and thank God for his Holy Spirit. And so, With all of this, I, last year, 
um, last year, like October of last year, beginning of this year, the Lord gave me phrases. Um, he gave me these two word phrases that I would just randomly hear in my quiet time. And um, I think I'm going to do a a little devotion coming up on this podcast for each phrase. Oh, I'm so excited about it. That's so cool. Um, Holy Spirit's so good. Um, but he gave me two word phrases for just growing intimacy and they just came back to my mind because I kind of forgot about them. If We are prone to forgetting, aren't we? May we never forget. May we always remember. And thank God for communion because communion helps us remember. Okay, let's constantly be found in communion. But the two phrases, the two word phrases that the Lord gave me, and there's five of them, five of them. So the first was make room. The second was just come. The third was seek first. The fourth was stay close. And the fifth was look up. And so in the next, in the coming up weeks, we will dive into each phrase. And hopefully, Holy Spirit can give me like a worship little song that I can share with you guys on each phrase so we can grow in intimacy with him. He's so worthy of our praise. Um, I think that's it. I'm done. Um, I want to leave us with a prayer. I want to leave us with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person listening to this podcast right now. Um, first of all, what in the world? Like, why would people listen to me? But you're so faithful. You're so faithful and kind. And thank you for your favor. I pray, Lord Jesus, that each person re- listening—not reading—listening this podcast, may they experience the reward of you, that you said in Hebrews eleven six, that without faith it's impossible to please you, because anyone who was to come to you must believe that you exist and that you are the rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Holy Spirit, thank you for diligence. That you're building diligence in your body. That may we not grow weary, but may we wait on you and soar high on wings like eagles. So, Father, for every soul that is listening to this, revive them with your love. And I pray that for the day, the specific day that they're listening to this, I pray by your grace and by your kindness that you give them sign and evidence, a tangible evidence of your love for them in the way that only they know that it's from you. Right. Amen. In Jesus' name. So, thank you for listening. I'm going to I'm going to turn this off. I'm going to shut this off. And I pray that you are found in deep communion with the Father and that your faith is on the solid rock. And if you're struggling with some doubts like I was, you can literally DM me on Instagram and we can talk. I will I will message you and I will pray with you and we will get through this together because we don't walk off we don't do this walk alone. So Cool. Follow me on Instagram, Confessions with Arella. Trying to get my metrics up. In it for the clout. Just kidding. Just, yep. Okay, I'm going to leave now before I further embarrass myself. Thank you for listening. So loved. You're so loved. You're so seen by the Father. And He cares enough to let this 22 African girl um, expose herself so you don't feel alone. Hmm. How kind is he? Okay, bye.